let's get that yawn out of the way. There we go. To be honest, that's probably in. Hi, and welcome to Carbon Podcast, episode 413. Uh, I am wow. your very sleepy host, Chris Truscott Brown. Joining that's me adorable. Are I'm four hours ahead of you. A very sleepy Matt. And Kieran, how do you I'm, feel? Um, I'm awake, I guess. It's yeah. it's 640. Chris, the so... one. Matt, the sleepier one. Kieran, the one who's gotten a good night's sleep. Kieran, the responsible I mean... adult. How late did you stay up, Chris? Uh, yes. No, it wasn't <laughs> okay. that bad, actually. I just, I get up... You're just old. I'm I'm old, first of all. But yeah. I I get up... No excuse. At about four for work. Oh, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. I would kill myself, actually. If, well, okay, you're I, strong. I wouldn't, because I like being alive. It's no, if I had to wake up at four... You I just die. go to bed earlier. It's I can no. literally adapt to any shift. If I get enough sleep in the shift, no. I could do any any sleep time and any wake time as long as the appropriate amount of time has passed in between. You're you're stronger than me. I I would not. I I don't want to be up. You if I have to be up before that. six, it better be a rare I get, occasion. I I hate. I get that. Like I, a lot of my customers are really old people, but when you're retired like you can do whatever you want you don't have to follow a work schedule but i book uh like i go to book an appointment okay uh, an oil change uh yeah i can do that at 10 o'clock oh that's way too early i can't be up by then it's like can't you could, could you maybe uh like because then at that point just i'm just making it more difficult to book an appointment. You're you're gonna lose about a week if you start pulling that. Spoilers. Yeah, yeah I mean, some, there's actually something that's been surprising here. Like, I should say more more frustrating than anything. But like, the dentist that I'm going to right now, like it, their hours are literally the same hours that like I work. Yeah. So, like, I just there's no way about it. Like, I either have to like try and line it up with a day that I have off midweek, which is pretty much never or is, like is I have to take that time off work. I'm not too familiar with New Brunswick but is that the dental or should you be is that the <laughs> dental offices of theme song realized we didn't do it yet that's fine also that was a terrible transition yeah, yeah i'm good at that <laughs> you know what I'm, else is a terrible i'm transition? good at being bad the theme song no matt we already yeah. did it now you what just sound just, silly what if we just threw the entire what if we just okay we don't have anything for this episode we just like <laughs> talk for like two minutes and then we say theme song and we have to play it every time there is so the show is like 67 percent theme song there is an episode and it gets that... like two percent slower every time it plays oh no uh there is an episode oh, that emily and i did i can't remember which one but i called it the shortest episode ever with the longest intro because we forgot to do the theme song and so we talked for like an hour and then at the end we were about to do outro and we we're like oh yeah we should introduce it so we did the opening theme song followed by the closing and it's a two second episode <laughs> easy there dumbledore you open up the close matt 
No. What? Why? Why you gotta be I'm a nerd? <laughs> I'm a nerd. Nerd. I'm not an apologetic nerd. I am a nerd. Uh, in I'm an un- I watched unapologetic nerd. Oh. I watched uh, <laughs> Matt. You drunk? Go home. I watched on the day of release the first two episodes of Obi Wan Kenobi. Should I check it out? I forgot uh, it was. Good. Also, uh, also, speaking of Matt, no. you're drunk. I definitely feel like that might need to come up at some point. But first, uh, Obi Wan. Mm, nah. Um, you don't. Matt, you didn't enjoy it. Matt got broken. It happens. Let's not make a big deal okay. out of it. It happens. No shame. Chris tried to kill me. Uh, yeah. I gave you two <laughs> shots, dude. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I'm no, gonna keep watching. There are some aspects that are interesting, but I found even though there were some frantic chases, I found overall the pacing really slow like it's it's taking its time to get where it wants to go that's for sure mm. <laughs> um you think they're just trying to like settle people back into it first, uh, i or... don't know and here's the other thing i don't know i haven't really gone to look at other people's reactions maybe i'm the only one that feels this way and maybe everyone else loves this character you did admit that you are terribly old yes so. but Mild spoiler, but it, it without giving any plot points of it away. So far, we've only seen a glimpse of Luke, like ten-year-old Luke. Uh, that's what. That's not a spoiler because that was literally in the trailer. He's being creepy with his binoculars from afar and watching him on the roof of the house watching trying to like boy. pod race. <laughs> so he's he's playing pod racer. But that's about all we've seen of little Luke. However, we see a lot of 10-year-old Leia. And I get I get what they're going for. She's, obviously, she's Force-sensitive. Nobody knows it until years later. But, spoilers, we've seen the end of it. She's Force-sensitive. So, she's got this, like, she's this precocious kid that's a bit smart beyond her years... And specifically, like, very intuitive and, like, figuring people and situations out. Uh, but also, um, they're they're trying to... Basically, they're trying too many things. They want her to be Force-sensitive. They want her to be gifted with, uh, like, this sort of weird intuition. They want her to have traits of Padme, traits of Anakin, but also traits of the... Leia that we see throughout the rest of it because obviously that's who she becomes but they're trying to pack all this in and this 10 year old Leia is annoying as fuck and I can't stand her and it's, Wait, does, it's does like Obi-Wan see her and like meet her because I maybe. can't remember in the original trilogy they don't acknowledge each other do they do they ever meet does he die before no, I don't remember. No, I don't. No, I don't they, know. They don't meet. No, they don't. Because when they I get the, when they get to the Death Star, they like they decide to go off and re- rescue right, her because right, they right. find out that she's there. Meanwhile, he Obi Wan goes off to yeah. You know, yeah, I'm just like trying to remember. She doesn't see, really also, react to help, his death. Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, years ago, you saw my father in the Clone War. Yeah. yeah, there's all that. So, okay, mild spoiler because I'm giving you no context. But yes, they meet. 
So I don't know if that's like continuity breaking or if they explain it. I have only seen the two available episodes, but I don't really, I don't, that's annoying. I don't, I don't care about like the little kids. I don't, I I just want to see like Obi-Wan Kenobi being like a wandering Ronin. Yeah, basically. Yes, that I'm going to keep watching, but I, that's overall, there were cool things and Ewan McGregor's great because he always is. Um, and he is playing an old, tired, just defeated, like broken. He's a broken man. His friend, partner, student, like he just had to murder, like it opens with. Basically, you can skip the first five minutes because it's just a montage of the entire prequel trilogy, <laughs> basically. Mm. But uh, it is basically, he is just broken and defeated and done because like he well, basically the revenge of the Sith too he basically didn't have a chance to kind of mourn anything that happened he no like, and oh he crap is, everything's going down right now Let's he is in his mind just the ultimate failure like everything that he has ever tried and loved and done yeah. is just in the toilet it's like the Jedi order is gone he his protege died at his hands his mentor died in front of him like years before and it's like he is playing that weathered broken like everything is gone and most of it's my fault like he is a broken man and so he he did he did personally groom space hitler to like (laughs) matt i got so i got two things i'm gonna ask because at the at during um i can't remember if it was attack of the clones or revenge of the sith it's in like it is led that um or no yoda directly tells him that i have like i need something i have something i want to teach you and i can teach you how to get in contact with qui-gon so at the very least he would he should have access to um, former mentor is that not a thing yet or i say i come up yet what i don't mind if it's a spoiler it it seems, but it hasn't really made it clear. And yes, that that scene and that line was like the jump cut uh, montage of basically all all the Obi Wan, Anakin, Darth Vader plot lines kind of like got very carefully curated into the opening. And that scene was very specifically part of it and one of it. So, like, the scene where they're talking about, I'll watch the boy. Uh, like, okay, we'll, we'll take her because my wife and I wanted to adopt a kid anyway. Like, that scene was in there. But then also Yoda saying something about, like, more training for you I have. Get in contact with your old master, you shall. <laughs> or something along those lines. Um... All right, Kermit. It seems no, Miss Piggy, and Fozzie. Oh, sorry. He didn't do Kermit. Anyway, dang it, you're um, right. Dang it, why is Chris right? This isn't supposed to happen. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. This is almost I'll, always wrong. I'll try to be wrong more often. Brutal. Um, okay. But to answer your question, Matt, it hasn't made it specifically clear if he can or can't contact Qui Gon, but right. it seems at least like he hasn't been able to 
and he's sort of frustrated that he can't make it work. But also, in true Ronin fashion, like, that comparison Kieran came up with isn't wrong. This is the broken and defeated Ronin. He he basically doesn't want to be a Jedi at all anymore because Jedi's what <laughs> caused all these problems. So, like, he's just living as, like, a day laborer, uh, a weird, creepy, desert-stalking babysitter with binoculars, and buried his lightsabers in the sand because he's like, no, the Jedi are dead. I'm not a Jedi. I'm just Ben now. So he oh. maybe hasn't tried to contact Qui-Gon, to be honest, but that yeah, I can't really give you an answer. It hasn't yeah. happened yet. You know, One perfectly normal at age to have difficulty. Yeah. Happens well, to the best of us. To be, to, sorry, uh, innuendo aside, um, Obi-Wan, after or he comes back or as the Force Ghost or whatever, I don't think Luke was trying to contact him when he just showed up. No. Or similarly yeah. in, like, but in Luke uh, also Last Jedi wasn't... when just Yoda just shows up. Like, he wasn't trying... None of that was ever yes, trying to happen. But none of those people were... We're going to go with innuendo. It's a little more like an NRB. Uh, none of those I, I, people I... were actively, like... Even if you're not Force-sensitive, you're not Force-aggressively pushing it away and hiding from it. Like, he was probably more closed off. Like, okay, a bit more spoilers. When he starts getting into some action that he's forced into, he kind of gets his ass kicked in the first couple fights he's gotten into because he doesn't know how to do it really anymore. And, like, some of the old instincts come back. And they're is like a big moment where he does have to finally use the force for the first time in 10 years and he struggles it's like he actually has to like try to remember how to do this thing because he has just literally not used or touched the force in 10 years so (laughs) it's what i get what they're trying to do they're trying to retcon how much Obi-Wan Kenobi sucked in A New Hope, <laughs> really, is what they're trying to do, because he was really, really, like, he was, like, literally the best Jedi at the end of Episode 3, and useless in A New Hope, nearly. So they're trying to explain why it was depression and stagnation. Actually, that brings me kind of back to my second the second thing I want to ask because like one one of the problems I can see with how with them trying to like fill in the gaps and stuff is that basically all we get to see is like what's the vehicle for them going from point A to point B. That's it's a like, bit of a problem. We already know where they're going, and so it's, but it that doesn't necessarily have to be bad. It can be good, and we've seen several examples where it can be good, but that's kind of what I'm getting at, is I feel like Leia is a little bit too much of her parents and who we know she becomes. Yeah, and, well, and that, that being and the case, I that's think what, that was what my question was. Too, like... too heavy-handed, like, that's why she's quite simply just driving me crazy. She's really annoying, and... 
I might be alone. Yeah. I haven't talked to anyone else that's seen it about this. Maybe I'm just a child-hating asshole. I, I'll own that. Well, no. But no, Chris, I just I think, think she's what, what, obnoxious as fuck. No, what you, what you needed is you just need to properly point it out like what the problem is. And that is that they've basically said, okay, at 10 years old, she is fully developed into the person that she currently is in A New Hope. And for the next 10 years, she doesn't change. Not quite, but you're leaning in the right direction in that they're trying... That's a problem. They're trying to lay the building blocks for that eventual character development instead of letting the character develop. And I I get that you can't can't let the character develop because the character is already there. That man at Top Hat. So that's... Visual jokes are the best ones, Matt. It's an audio podcast. Um, But yeah, that's like, I get that's a difficulty in storytelling. I don't know the solution, but I know uh, I got to say, I'll I'll move on to another topic. I don't want this whole thing to be Obi-Wan, but my first two points stand. I don't like that. And so far, ah, pick up the pace, guys. The first two episodes, I I almost feel like were the first episode, and they just padded it out to make two. Yeah, I mean, here, here, here's here's my two cents in that though is that I can understand if this like this show is about Obi Wan, so Obi Wan's your main character; he's the one who's going to get the most character development. But you can't just turn like a main character from that everybody knows and loves, and you get to see their story. And make them just a flat character, like like adding them, just adding them in and making them flat. Like I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't I feel like say that. I feel that, like that's going to be a problem. Like, I wouldn't say that she's flat. I think actually it's the opposite problem. I think, and nothing against the actress playing. She's she's acting well. It's just her direction isn't. I'm not a fan of George, but Lucasman, it's not. It's George it's okay, Lucasian. Matt. Um, I'm struggling. Yep. It, it's not, not that she's a flat character. Drunk. It's that she's too nuanced. Like, there's an eventual... There's some directions that they want, and they can't pick one, so they're trying to point her in all sorts of directions, both past and future, and they're trying to overdevelop this character. Like, she's 10 years old, and, like, there's only so much you well, can that- put in... Well, yeah, and it's like if you're gonna if you're gonna take this character and be like, hey, check it out. There's like aspects of Padme and there's aspects of Anakin. It's like, yeah. cool, but neither of them raised her. So are you saying that all of that is just entirely well? That's a genetic? whole other conversation of nature versus nurture that we could literally fill the entire episode on. So let's not get into nature. that. Yes. <laughs> um. But yeah. Call them overall. Chlorines. I. Yeah, are I am there going to keep... So far, no. Ugh, boring. <laughs> we need more talk about midichlorians. Um, zero out of ten. Obi Wan. But uh, I, I'm not gonna say I hate it. I'm not gonna stop watching. But I'm gonna reserve judgment on recommending it. That's where I sit. I, I, I got to see some upswing. I've only watched the first two episodes, and I honestly think that maybe they padded out the first episode into two. So maybe it gets better, but that's where I'm sitting right now. I would like if we can 
agree to watch the first two and eventually the third by oh that was rude <laughs> by the next episode and we can talk a little I'll, more in depth having seen it but at i'll this probably point, check it out uh i have dominated the conversation with something you two have literally not seen anybody else want to jump on any Watch of the other dale yeah that was surprisingly good I saw. I really liked it. Actually, I saw, I saw it came up, and I was like, "Yes." I saw ads for that, and I was like, "Whoa, wait, what?" Like, because I saw it the day before it came out, and I was like, "Hold on, what are they like?" Wait, okay, so uh, it's like a Roger Rabbit world, basically. Yeah, where it's Roger it's Rabbit like... where tunes exist, and Chip and Dale were childhood like friends tunes. that decided to work together and they so they are in the same way in roger rabbit that he's an actor for the roger rabbit show um they're actors that were in the chippendale show and actually i really liked that they wanted to like flesh out uh andy samberg and the other guy as the voices john mulaney and uh you don't get to just call him the other guy his comedy on netflix is got his name um, yeah, but you're it was terrible no disrespect. for forgetting it. Yeah, that guy. Um, but they did reference the voices they had in the cartoon in that they actually got the original voice actors for the cartoon Chippendale in when they were doing their character shooting... voices. So when they're, yeah, shooting, when they're shooting the show, they're they doing start the voice, doing so. silly voices and then they do the Chippendale voices. But the thing that got me... In, uh, in the, I, I I saw a trailer, but like, it was more of an ad, like clip show type of trailer with no audio, um, just in the background while I was looking up something else. But what caught my attention, I was like, wait, is that old fat Peter Pan? Hang on a second. (laughs) And, but yeah, (laughs) this, it's, it's, uh, spoilers. Nah, it's if anything in the trailer is fair game. That's um, fair. But yeah, the idea here is Chip and Dale were best friends. They were in a hit show. Uh, Dale wanted to. He wanted to branch. He out. He wanted to branch was... out, and he he went solo on a side project of Double O Dale. But then, like he was a Double O Seven type person the... that. Yeah, they tanked, he basically shot a pilot, tanked. it tanked. Rescue but Rangers. It also took, yeah, it took the Rescue Rangers down with it. And then this is so. like X many years later where they're estranged, but then their friend Monty from the show is in some trouble, and so inadvertently uh, they have to uh, team up with a human police officer. Uh, Matt, I forget her name too. Do you want to help me out? Gosh, that one I don't remember. Uh well, can um, you look it up? Cause okay. I okay. I do want to give respect to uh the people that That's played the roles, fair. uh because she actually played really well. I know um, I this has been said time and time again, acting against animated it's Ellie Steckler. Yeah, Ellie Steckler. Also, sorry, I gotta just jump in. Like as soon as he came on screen, um, Captain Putty. Um, just like for Kieran, have you watched this? No. 
You okay. should watch it. Um, Captain really Putty is a claymation uh, police captain. Uh, basically, looks like a blue yeah. Gumby. Let's. let's... Uh, and he's played by J.K. Simmons. And the very first thing my brain thought of was like, need more pictures of Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. And it was fantastic. Okay, let's let's get out of the plot. Uh, basically, these estranged friends have to work together again, and magic also, happens. Eric Bana is uh, Monty um, in this. But. The reason I think you should watch this, Kieran, it is, it really is just doing Roger Rabbit again, except expanding upon it. Like, um, Dale is traditionally animated like he used to be. Chip is CG, or no, other way around, sorry. Chip is animated and Dale is CG. And they basically treat it like, oh, yeah, I got plastic surgery. It's like, oh, yeah, I had the CG upgrade a few years ago. So there's these yeah. two different styles of animation. And you have... they've definitely referenced the Alvin and the Chipmunks a bunch as yeah. well. So. You have – it's a very self-referential, and I can see a lot of Lonely Island influence, uh, the same influence that affected Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I know that was just Andy Samberg, but still, like mm-hmm. – if you like Lonely Island humor and Brooklyn Nine-Nine humor, a lot of that type of humor comes through. Um, it's very self-referential and self-deprecating on the industry. But you've got traditional <laughs> animation, um, you've got anime, I, you've got I, CG I characters, you've got live-action people, you've got Muppets, you've got Claymation. You have one reporter that's... You have Ugly here with, Sonic. Yeah, you get Ugly Sonic as a character who is uh, kind of washed up and doing... Uh, convention tours because after that first trailer he got fired and the other guy got hired so he's like the almost was guy um and my favorite part is he's actually like key to the plot as well so they're just like yeah we're just gonna use this um but there is a section (laughs) where uh somebody jumps in uh like so-and-so here with 3d news and she's like kind of red and blue blurred on the other side because she's old 3d and I they they <laughs> reference all the tropes of these modern movies like they even at the end when everybody's friends again spoiler um they think you know what we need to hear the the theme song again like yeah but do you think we should do the uh the typical reboot thing where we get some modern like, artist to do a super serious version when all anybody wants is just to hear the original again. Like, yeah, let's. And then they do that. And it's the sarcastically stupid modern Chippendale theme. I recommend mm-hmm. it. It it hits all the beats. And then also, boy, this, this is, okay, one of the best parts and one of the worst parts at every turn you as you're watching this you won't believe who shows up it's like they got like we mentioned old peter pan uh at one point they end up in the valley which isn't the California Valley, it's the Uncanny Valley, and all the <laughs> awkward CG characters that don't really look right and don't fit uh, live there. Uh, they're at one point in a bathhouse, and as they're running along some pipes, you just see sitting in the bathhouse, Randy Marsh just chilling out. Uh, there's a president, like a, a billboard for Senator, I can't remember if it was Beavis or Butthead, but it's one of the two of them, 
Um, yeah, I think it was the blonde there's, one. There's one scene where Seth Rogen's character bumps into uh, Pumbaa, uh, the cricket character from Kung Fu Panda. Uh, who else was it? Um, the the blob from uh, Monsters A. Basically, all of Seth Rogen's characters all bump into each other and it's like, man, that guy's got a weird voice. Well, I think he sounds fine. Well, I don't know. I'm kind of indifferent. Like, there's just a half second where all of Seth Rogen's characters are together. <laughs> it's all sorts of stupid man. shit like that. It. That's funny because I, I didn't actually wa- notice that on the first pass there. I didn't realize that they were all Seth Rogen. Yeah, that was the point of that bit. That's why all those specific characters popped in to talk to, like, what's his name? The the bad CG dwarf. Um, right. Now, is, but, was he from um, Polar Express or is that just, uh, like, no, something weird? I, well, I don't know. I've never seen Polar Express, but I think that was just... Uh, comment on the style not necessarily a specific character um Mm. one of the main characters kieran is the coca-cola polar bear (laughs) did not expect to see that character show up in that role but they're they're the two henchmen yes um but here's why i say that's a good thing and a bad thing it's hilarious it's like it's about as reference-filled, if not more so, than Ready Player One movie, where every everywhere you look, there's like, oh, that's a reference, and that's a reference. But it's Wait, kind but of... I, I hated Ready Player One, so would I hate this? I, I don't think so, because I think... I feel like it's keeping it's, it's staying it's staying fun. It's it's staying fun, but I'm just but making the comparison. It's it's not oh, okay. in any way like Ready Player One, other than the amount of cameos and references. Yeah, yeah. Uh but that brings me to I had kind of an uncomfortable feeling while I was watching it, and it's just like after the 5,000th reference it's... of like, oh, I can't believe that guy's here, and I can't believe that guy's here, it's like man, yeah. Boy, Disney sure owns a lot of things. <laughs> that's... Yeah, that's, that's, that is actually that's a good neat. point, yes. It, it's like Disney can do just about every franchise. We get Simpsons, we get South Park, we get all their Disney movies, we get so many things and it's just like, I I think through the whole course of that reference-filled movie, I don't think they had to ask permission once. I think they literally had the rights and permissions already of every character in there. And so part of it while I'm watching is like, th- this is too much power. <laughs> like, they should not. <laughs> this is like the equivalent of when like a king of like you know like like 1700s france would host like a giant party and yeah. show off that he owned like elephants and giraffes that he had shipped to him this, and, like, and all his yeah his like magnificent wealth this is disney just being like look at this is look upon my works ye mighty and despair yes. i <laughs> so for you, Kieran, Disney is Ozzy Mendes. 
Kieran, I I can't promise, but I don't think I I, I don't know if you'll love it, but I don't think you'll hate it. I think yeah, you'll I'll get something out, out of yeah. it. It's on Disney Plus. If you got it, I think it's worth a watch. There's, enjoy it. there's like not every joke is great, but very self-deprecating and self-referential humor. And like I said, I can tell how much Andy Samberg was involved because there's very much a strong sense of his humor. So if you like Lonely Island and you like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, you'll at least enjoy some of these sorts of things. Like one one joke I liked, uh, I'm trying to be not specific with spoilers, but at one point they need help. So they go find uh, Gadget and Zipper. And I won't give you the spoiler on Zipper, but Gadget's like, oh, I know. And like busts out, like tinkers together and busts out her flying machine from the show. And then as they're flying, like it's been made clear that all of these are actors acting in a show. And so because this, like this was required for the plot that they have this flying machine. She just like Dale is like, wow, I can't believe this actually flies. And she says, I know, right? It looks like, I guess the character I played on the show is exactly like my personality and skill set in real life. Weird, right? And then they just carry on. (laughs) Yeah. Although I did just actually look it up as well. Um, Also, uh, Gadget is still played by Tress McNeil. So, as it should be. Who also does... I can't remember which of Chip and Dale that she did. I looked back, she did the original one in the show. Uh, Yes, so when they're doing their chipmunk voice, it's the two original voice actors, one of which is Tress McNeil. Um... Good point. But speaking of Disney owning the rights to everything, you know what they purchased? Car Bomb Podcast. Oh fuck! I wish (laughs) I am for sale. Disney, give me some of that Mickey Mouse money. I, I will sell out. I have said this before. I will sell out in a second. I was gonna say something that Disney doesn't have the rights to, at least exclusively. Yeah, they're all over their. their yellow furred red shirt wearing uh Disney Winnie the Pooh, but they don't own the original book by A.A. A. Milne Winnie the Pooh. That has gone public domain. Which is why we now have Blood and Honey. Have you heard of this, Kieran? Yeah, I saw a picture. I haven't I haven't watched like a trailer or anything. Uh, I haven't seen but the trailer, I but I read it. about it. But I guess the premise it's... is uh, Winnie the Pooh and Piglet are sad and depressed because Christopher Robin has grown up and he doesn't come in the forest anymore and he moved off to college. And so, logically, they decide uh, to go on a murder rampage. And it's just like a gory a horror film with creepy looking Winnie the Pooh and Piglet and it's just like what? Yeah. This is why we can't have nice things. (laughs) Stuff becomes popular domain. Yeah. Uh, Like everything should be Disney. One of the... We're coming for you. Yeah. One of the things back to Chip and Dale uh, something that comes up 
a lot, I don't want to spoil, but it's kind of like a central point of the plot, is all the bootlegs and all the shitty knockoff versions of, like, it's clearly the cover of Little Mermaid, but with blonde hair, and it's called Mermaid Girl. It's like, you know that stuff that's literally just built so Grandma will accidentally buy it for you because she doesn't know any better? Yeah. They really reference a lot of those, uh, like, just shitty-looking knockoffs, and it's pretty great. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, yeah i i don't uh, i can't cast judgment on something i've literally not seen a trailer let alone the, an actual movie but i don't think we need evil winnie the pooh i just i don't think, I don't think that there there's enough other stuff i i just don't think we need this but... It definitely is strange to me, and I don't fully understand why someone thought I'll... this was. A I'm good idea. on board. I'm on board. Uh, it's pretty left field. Um, I assume it'll make Disney upset because it's their like you know they they and would that's... like it to be their eternal copyright. And that's the silver lining. Anything that upsets Disney, I'm pretty on board with. Uh, yeah. I'll uh, I'll support it. I mean, it might suck, but who cares? I don't know. I'll watch it on Disney Plus. You know, yeah. we need to we need to get rid of this copyright stuff. So so yeah. so 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 few good things would have been made in history if like stuff had been copyrighted. Like most of Shakespeare's plays wouldn't have been allowed to have been written because he just like took some story like the you know the Northman right? Yeah, is the story that Hamlet is based on? Yeah. It's like a it's like a Danish saga or whatever that that, that Shakespeare took and redid. Well, that was you know he wouldn't that, have been allowed if Disney even, had owned that wasn't Omleth. even ripping off. Like back in the day, stories were they were meant they were kind of meant to do that. It's just like you. It's funny you, to say you were back in the day to... and mean and mean like. 1612 as opposed to what people say back in the day they'd be like the 70s usually well it's like back in the day is literally yesterday and on back (laughs) (laughs) anything in the past is back in the day i'll stand by this if it didn't happen now okay even when i said that that was back in the day uh anyway um that that was the thing is like you were praised as a good storyteller for telling people that story that they've heard 500 times, but in a really good, exciting way. You know, in the way storytellers, they're all just DJs. Yeah, but... they're just remixing and resampling <laughs> this, this every, everyone's language. other stuff. That made me hate all storytellers because <laughs> I hate all DJs. <laughs> all of them? <laughs> Yeah, all DJ. It's a job. I I I want them all in jail. Every in single jail. DJ should be in jail. Why? And they should all be in jail together. And they would all just like have to go to each other's parties and like be upset that they're not the one DJing. Why? Why this hate? I don't know. I'm like just being on the like... podcast and having to wait for Chris to finish talking. I just don't like DJs. Like, no. uh, the few I've met have been obnoxious. They seem like I an mean, obnoxious type of person. Uh, you can definitely. In that, in that group, you can probably find a fair amount of douchebags. I'll give you that. 
but just you, DJ, when DJing itself kind of a job. It's just, it, it, well, and it's do, also like, do you not, how much of a job is it? Like uh, most if of them, you're it's a like, talented DJ, like, and there are good ones, it is an art disagree. form, just like any other. Just, no. Okay, how many musical chords exist? That's like probably like three or four. I don't know. Yeah. So, well, there's more than that, Kieran. But my point is, like, it's how you combine them, and yeah, you can just sloppy mix some shit together and a lot of people try to do that but like a good dj is an art form and there no is good thing. and bad and it's there's like the way the way you you beat match and like link all these songs together and make them all flow as this is actually and... a secret DJ. fuck i wish is... i'm yeah. in admiration of that That's talent that i all the time i had out. He's no, up late Matt, at night. I'm Batman. Shit, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> we DJ, got DJ, Guys, we got Chrissy. DJ Chrissy T. <laughs> That's me, yo. <laughs> That's DJ Chrissy. That's Chris. part of the job, right? If you're a DJ, you got to say yo all the time, right? Yo. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna put you in jail, Chris. I'm gonna put you in DJ jail. DJ jail. Yo. Uh, he definitely deserves it. And you'll all have to go to each other's shows and be like, yeah, man, I don't, know. I don't really like the way he remixed that. Yeah. That's trash. That's trash. And so, I'll save society. Kieran mm-hmm. hates uh, hates music, so that's cool. Oh, okay. Let's not give <laughs> DJs credit for music. Like, okay, let's not take <laughs> yeah. that away. Music is such a strong word, Chris. Come on. Let's not take that away. DJing is absolutely music. DJing is... It, it is absolutely music. It is something it that... Is taking okay. other people's music Chris. and like, scratching your finger on it. Uh, and, well, then be, and then like putting your hands in the air and being like, Everybody! <laughs> It's like that's all it is. <laughs> it's you have a playlist. Every once in a while, you stop it and you say, "Everybody!" Uh, and then you like DJs, clap above your head. Absolutely, you I'm talking about people that are actually who... mixing, not people that are at a nightclub with a playlist. I'm not talking like, about that. You like point out at a crowd. You know, you point out at the crowd, but above them, and everyone's like, "Jail." Yeah, Chris. Chris, if I presented you with two people, one of them had like a guitar over their shoulder, and the other person had a laptop under their arm, and I said, "Guess who's the musician? Guess who you're gonna guess?" Uh, neither. That's a shitty argument. Well, you know what I would gonna say? Make, you're gonna make it a, a way, but I don't know. You're gonna make a no. far more accurate assumption based on them owning guitar. No, than owning a absolutely laptop. not. I know several people that own guitars that have no right to, that don't know how to play it at <laughs> all. Owning a guitar does not make you a musician. Uh, Chris, for those of you listening you to the audio version, uh, like... I've thought of it a lot, but uh, it's not good. Um, for those you of you listening to the audio... signed up for guitar lessons. You listening took to Mandarin the audio version while you owned several guitars. The, I didn't own it at that time. Uh, what I just Which did one? is pointed my camera at the guitar I have on the wall. I don't know how to play guitar. I bought it. I wanted to learn. Shame. I don't know how to play. I. It's one of those it's days. It's never too late to it's, start. It's one of those one of those days things that like fuck. I've had that thing like seven years. 
Apparently, you can't teach an old Chris new tricks. But, Matt, in your your example there, if you pointed at both of those guys and you asked me which one is the musician, I would say, well, have them play something for me. Like, I got to hear what they're doing. I am living proof that owning a guitar does not make you a musician. Fair. Now, to be fair, I can sing. I did take lessons for that. But still, you wouldn't know that about me. You would assume I'm a guitarist if I hold it over my shoulder. And I'm not. So. Wow. We all learned something here today. Yes. Mm-hmm. We learned <sighs> that Chris gets really, really evil Winnie the Pooh that someone who owns a guitar doesn't play it. Yeah. Evil Winnie the Pooh doesn't need to exist. And... Yeah, it does. DJs do. Chris, does no. it bother you? I hope Evil Winnie the Pooh kills every DJ. <laughs> I don't think you're understanding <laughs> what a DJ is. You're thinking uh, of that shitty guy at a party that has a playlist. What a DJ is. Like a wedding and I DJ. Want the, I and want to a... do genocide. <laughs> Uh, I, they have the same job title, but a wedding DJ, a radio DJ, and an actual, like, DJ that does mixing and sampling and actual All of them. Work. All of them. I want all of them gone. Well, I... I didn't think you'd I want be such you a strong to... defender of the DJ. I am more taking the opposite stance of you are literally taking the stance that every person no, identifying I'm as a pretty, DJ should measured. die. I'm pretty moderate so here. I have the moderate position. I think if I'm going to take a contrary position, it's got to be a pretty pot, strong one so because the counter direction. Boy, your opinion is kind of extreme. Let me tell you. Nah, it's pretty moderate. I, I, you're stirring the pot. Surveyed so fast. most people. They'd want to do, like, oh, something worse Kieran, than I came up with. Should we send all DJs to Manitoba? Uh, well, you couldn't, because it doesn't exist. Exactly my point. <laughs> Let's keep listening you can't to Kieran. Send them there. We, yeah. we will create a place called Manitoba. <laughs> Where Maybe are you like going to Maybe a little, a little east of Saskatchewan or something. That seems like a good place. There's nothing there right now. <laughs> Exactly. Like a DJ ethno state, <laughs> like a, a land okay, where only DJs okay. can live. No, 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 no. Let's. That, uh, that would be literal like, hell on the surface of the let's... earth. Yeah, the worst laws. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. Do you know why I'm pulling you over? <laughs> they would talk like, in record. Clearly, crash. you do. You're getting a ticket. You're n- you're not getting away from this. Oh boy. I love talking to you guys. Wait, wait. I'd be like a vice reporter undercover in the DJ ethno state. Uh, You can't speak, DJ. You would get caught in seconds. Yeah, they would catch me. And then they would torture me by subjecting me to their music. You would would show up and you'd be like... Would you like to hear my SoundCloud? Wiki, wiki, what? Yeah. They'd be like, like, you a cop. (laughs) And I'd be like, uh, journalist. But then they'd be like, put your hands together. I'd be like, No! And then they'll, like, put me in a machine that, like, shackles my wrists and makes them clap above my head. And I'll be like... <laughs> hey, into the air! I just get kidnapped by some Soviet-based villain instead. Yeah. This would be more preferable. 
what like, is even are happening? You ready? And I'll be like, no, I'm not ready. And they're like, you can't. You, you'll, we won't let you go until you admit <laughs> that you're ready. All these tropes <laughs> just exist in stage shows. It's not only DJs that do this. No. Yeah. This got out of hand very quickly. <laughs> it's a good topic. I it, told you I'd have something. It is a topic. I will give you that. Part of what you said is true. A topic is happening right now. Um, uh, how's your pie, Kieran? Uh, I can send you guys pictures. Or yeah, I'll just show you on do. my phone. Uh, for the record, um, uh, well, he could send me some pie. Might be difficult to send you some pie. I, I don't like you, do fancy cold, decoration or anything, but like, oh, oh, is that cherry? Uh, strawberry rhubarb. Oh, so that's one of my the, favorites. The Wolverine cut at the, on the top there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's four cuts, Matt. And Sorry. canonically, uh, Wolverine has three claws per hand, so either Ooh. it would be three or six, <laughs> depending on how many he used. I wish I had uh, glasses Chris, to push up. If uh, if you're gonna nerd out, then um, who does have four claws? Uh, I don't know what's her name. The the other thing that has two on each hand. I don't know. How about let's go with Vega from Street Fighter. Yeah, I, no. it's a strawberry rhubarb pie because no, Vega has pie. three claws on one hand. What? Okay, I'm pretty sure Vega has three claws. Okay. Uh, you know, I should have checked this before one I... One of us is going now. to be wrong. Uh, I can find... I don't know this nerd with... shit. I only know how to bake pies and stuff, so... Three claws! Who's... On one Dang. hand. Dang. Dang. Matt. Oh, yeah, three-pronged razor-sharp claw gauntlet. Yeah. Matt, apologize. Fine, I'm wrong. Hmm? Okay. Apologize. I'm sorry. Um, That's better. If you guys don't have a... Do you guys have another topic? I had one I wanted to talk about two weeks ago, but they would literally not let me speak. All right. I did but, want to come uh, back who's around. They? Okay. Was it somebody weekly? other than it me? Because like, I am the only no, interrupter you weren't around on. here. You weren't on. I think oh, it was like enough. Jesse and Peter. Okay, go ahead. They wouldn't let me in. I think we got me... room no, no, for Matt one more. No, no, Matt wanted to go. Yeah, we got room Matt for one more. Uh, yeah, but yeah. Uh, no, Kieran, you went a lot with the DJ thing. Never mind. Matt, yeah, go. Yeah, okay. Uh, no, I want to come back around to, like, basically because I watched the Chip and Dale, like, movie there. We which did was that fantastic. One. But yes, go on. I know, no, I'm breaking, I said, let me finish. Yep. Uh, no, I, it basically, like, kind of inspired me to start watching the DuckTales reboot. And it is fantastic. David Tennant, uh, Scrooge McDuck does show up in uh, Chip and Dale, by the way. I, I didn't, I didn't give it a shot. I just... To you be really honest, to. assumed I would hate it, but... You won't. Maybe I'll give it, it a shot. Well, let me put it this way. If you liked any of, like, the Disney, like, after-school after, after cartoons, like, any and all of them... Well, I liked they, the original DuckTales. They Tales. either reference lightly, um, or in some cases, heavily, some of the other shows that they, they had from that time. I wasn't huge into, like, that whole lineup and block. I definitely remember... Uh, Spoiler free, Matt. Uh, I remember a bit of Darkwing Duck. Um, yeah. I do remember watching a lot of DuckTales. I don't know what else was in that lineup because I never really watched. Uh... Rescue Rangers was in that lineup. Uh, so was Tailspin. Okay, I never uh, really got into Tailspin. Never I watched, watched a little either. bit of it. They, 
if if you if you yeah, remember little bits and pieces, then it's I, pretty good. There's I actually the other, one of the other ones going way existed, back. Um, they reference that... gummy bears. I uh, say I've never watched that show, but I'm aware that there was a gummy bears cartoon. Yeah, but no, I, mean, just, I just think it's shot, cool because it, yeah, it's it is quite referential, but like it also very much is. Um, it works if you just want to like watch it and enjoy it because it is fantastic. Like one of the things like I remember just sticks out in my mind is at one point they're like they go and see mermaids, and because they kind of changed a little bit of the personalities of like the characters. Um, the character who plays Webby, like, just it comes out. He's like, "Look at this stuff! Isn't it neat?" It's okay. It's <laughs> yeah, and it's like they they don't do. Yep, that's it's, sure. It's subtle that's enough. It's sure a perfect a level of comedy for me. Um, I I might check it out. Uh, yeah, I'm currently busy not watching also, uh, Pentaveret. What's in that now? Pentaveret? In that I watched the first episode and I was kind of like meh. But I keep yeah. thinking maybe I'll give it a bit more shot, but I haven't gotten around to it any further mm-hmm. yet. So I am all of my time currently is spent not watching Pentaveret. So uh, I don't know if I have time for DuckTales. Uh, one mm-hmm. question is, it is: It is very bingeable since is basically since I've David been alone Tennant this entire week doing Sorry, an accurate Scrooge McDuck, or is he being all David Tennanty? Because he kind of tends to be very David Tennanty, and that's not necessarily a criticism. It's just sort of what he does. <laughs> I'm I'm currently on season three, and I started binging this on. Oof! I don't have. I thought this Sunday. was like a, a mini no, series. They, they only have. Three oh, seasons. I got. I got. Why would they make a Ducktales reboot mini series? I don't know. They made the <laughs> Chip and Dale reboot into like just a feature film. Yeah, but that's different. Yeah. Like mini series is like. A prestige thing. I put that in quotation marks. It would be very also, funny. It's Disney. To they do literally that have enough children. money to show it, whatever. And literally whatever, because they own all of it. Uh, we got a little bit more time, Kieran. What was your thing? Because okay. you haven't I, been I don't allowed to say it for two weeks. Yeah, I was. I was censored. Uh, on the topic, I was okay. So two weeks ago, I gave myself brain damage watching the uh, Canadian. Uh, conservative leadership debate. So, oh, no. like the Canadian Why? Conservative Party, Why would you? Do uh, that? They have a bunch of people vying to be the new, um, like head asshole. of the Conservative Party, uh, who will eventually run against Trudeau or whoever replaces him in in the next election. I've time. got no interest in watching this. Uh, okay. I will tolerate but, you uh, explaining it. Wait, wait, wait! It. I'm not going to. I'm you not may talking spoil about like, the entire thing. Um, it was mostly, like, just stupid and pointless. But at one point, they asked them, like, very, like, nonsense, like, fluffy questions. Uh, like, what's your favorite TV show or what's your favorite book or who's your hero or whatever. I'm just trying to find it right now. Um, oh, yeah. So there's one lady. Her name is Leslin Lewis. Um, yeah, she is probably the most, like, at least socially, in terms of social, is- social issues, conservative out of all of the rest of them, other than maybe one guy, but he's not really, like, a big contender. She is. Um, she is a black Canadian. Uh, this is an important detail. Uh, but she's, like, extremely evangelical. Um, 
so she's like very anti-abortion very like pro-guns um but when they asked her like Neat. <laughs> what her uh, Sounds favorite tv show <laughs> was or what she was watching she said i'm watching bridgerton because it's about a time when people didn't see race um and i uh, i'm very did i'm she curious as to whether see... she thinks it's a documentary or not did she actually watch it because also my only my understanding about bridgerton is that it's like hey how much how much sex can we put into this without it being porn something like that's i've never actually uh, watched the show but that's just the feeling i've got from what i've heard about it I don't know. I have I've only seen bits of it. Like I've seen like parts of episodes, but it's basically oh, like season two has like a ton of polo in it as well. I don't know. Well, <laughs> oh, it, it's British. like it's like eighteen hundreds, uh, early eighteen hundreds English or aristocracy, but a lot of them are like different, uh, like racial groups instead of just white, uh, which was not how. The actual 1800s English aristocracy works. You don't say. <laughs> it's very funny because then she talks about, she's like, my hero from that time period is William Wilberforce, who is the guy who 30 years later, or like within like 20 or something years, is an abolitionist and gets the slave trade abolished. But that hadn't happened yet. So <laughs> there was still like slavery. I mean, I, 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 I hate when the people try to condemn the people that were part of status quo and then eventually broke it. That's literally how you end status quo. But it's like the people that point out, well, even Abraham Lincoln had slaves. Yeah, he did. Cause his family had slaves. Cause every family had slaves. However, we don't embrace and champion the era which he and his family had slaves we embrace and champion when he decided to help put an end to it so if you're Brian talking Lincoln about a... didn't have slaves though you're thinking of george washington no i'm pretty sure uh google has no. told me that lincoln had slaves because he was so mm. much like his family probably did growing up no I'm i think you're sure thinking of a different president no, I don't think so. I'm going to Google it. Yeah. I'm going to find Google right now. Uh, I mean, we can do that right now. I'm I'm 100% sure. <laughs> Sorry. So, did Abraham Lincoln have any children? Did Abraham Lincoln kill his son? Yeah, there's no results for did him having slaves. Abraham Lincoln invent the Lincoln pancake. That came up in Google. He didn't have slaves. You're thinking of like a different president. Yeah. I mean, I understand never your point. Slaves, but the notion is so common that history professor wrote a book titled Did Lincoln Own Slaves? Because he, so. he wasn't like super, he wasn't like upper class really, like growing up. He was like a small town lawyer kind of guy. Okay. I've been duped. Anyways, but I understand your point. Um, I just thought the funny thing was that she thought 1800s England was a time where people didn't see race, which is like the they time still, in history no. when people saw the most race, when yeah. they literally were like, you were born, 
You have been born black, to so be... you shall be branded as a slave forever. Well, to be fair, they subjugated all the poor of any race, and they made darn sure that all the non-white people were kept very poor so they could be <laughs> subjugated. Yeah, it's just very funny that she... Because then when they asked her, like, her heroes at other points, she's like, Nelson Mandela or something. But eh. it's just, she's just... She's a very interesting character that her her ideas about her own politics and the people she looks up to, like Martin Luther King, who was like very left wing, is like very confusing to mix with her being like, we need to tell women what they can do like in a theocracy (laughs) kind of. I like what you guys are all about, except the other this other side of it. Yeah, Kieran. Yeah. It sounds more like she's pandering to have, like. Have you written any books? Yeah. Yes. And I have seen. I guess I can call that a short film starring you. So you uh-huh. can be my answer to all three. Wait, wait. where is my book? It's right here. Hold on. No, but now? like favorite movie, favorite book, and favorite hero. Well, why would I be your favorite? Oh, Chris, sit here. Where's right. associate editors? Well, you're an editor. Yeah. You didn't write the book. No, 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 no. But it's like, <laughs> I'm just bugging you. Yeah, that's cool. It's your like name's for on the an book, academic textbook. For an academic thing, it's like everyone's an editor. You're not an author. Yeah, fair enough. All right, I think yeah. that's time. Um, Matt. Um, uh, what was the name of that dental office again? Um, DJ Ethnostate. Oh, sorry. <laughs> or York Dental, whatever. Or no, he wanted you to say theme song. Well, I wanted him oh, to say man. outro. Three, two, one. Lipstick, trash bag, shatterproof glass, tailpipe, tread like grease and chrome. Front bumper, universal bearing, aerial brake shoe, shock absorber, fireball. Oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> I could do that. Or nope, just be too like... late. I just did. And outro. Okay, let's stops. do like a DJ remix. Outro. <laughs>